Hey guys, it's Melissa D, the creator of Noli Speaks, and you're tuning in to Know Let's Talk. Guys, let's hear it from Dad is Here. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to A Man with a Vision Part 1, but I hope you did. I really hope you did. As a matter of fact, stop what you're doing. I don't even know why you're on the Part 2 if you didn't listen to the Part 1. It was broken apart for a reason. (laughs) Don't be that person, (laughs) y'all. But today I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the opportunity to listen to part two, man. Man. Man, man, man. I really do appreciate how he really took us on a journey throughout this conversation. Stay tuned. This is so dope because I just remember, and I'm trying so hard not to reference. That episode, right? Because it's a different episode. But it's, it's hard not to. But you guys are in alignment when I talk about making the job easy for one another. Chris, what did you learn about yourself through mm. this experience as being a dad? Mm. Um, I learned that um, I could do more than I thought I could. Mm. <laughs> that might sound simple, but... Um, so one of the, one of the big things from coming into fatherhood was babies and infants. Well, I'm going to say babies. Infants. Mm-hmm. I I never, I didn't want to hold infants. Mm-hmm. When, my, when my when my niece came out, I, I think my brother might have forced her into my hands. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hold her. When my goddaughter came out, I didn't want to hold her. Because it was so fragile and I was just so nervous and all that. Um, but um, <laughs> when I seen the doctor spank, how he, how 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 he was shaking my shin to get me a little more confident, but um, <laughs> but 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 um, but that was one that was really was big for me because I didn't I was nervous about holding my son. I was so nervous about holding my guy. I was like, uh, this young boy come out. How the fuck am I about to hold him? Like, damn, I I do one little thing wrong. It's like shit. His back, his his bones are so fragile. What the hell? So like, me <laughs> me changing Makai for his diaper was big for me. Mm. <laughs> you might think that's like small, but that was big for me, um, um, because it gave me confidence. Like confidence was huge. I gained some confidence from certain little things. Um, I don't know. Um, bringing my car home, <laughs> a confidence was big for me. That's dope. That's dope. Confidence was 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 huge. Nah, that was a really good answer though. And you know what's so crazy? Um, I didn't even think about it. From a male perspective, like the fears and anxieties that comes in to play with y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something else. How I'm going to hold this little person. Know, girl, like, <laughs> like, changing like, the diaper is like a giant thing. That's like, that's huge. Yo, that shit was huge. Bringing my car into this house for the first time was huge. Because it was like, because when you got the hospital, you got the doctors and, and well, the nurses and shit like that. Like they help you out. They really like they're like they're like your trainer wolves. So right. I don't want to say but they're like your trainer wolves. Something was go wrong with them. Like they they're there to help you. Well, when you take them out the hospital and you bring their asses home, <laughs> it's you and them. And uh, the first time bringing Makai home, which is like, all right, baby, <laughs> let's figure this shit out and do it. But she was so good, y'all. She was, man. She made being a she she be, uh, being a, a new father so easy, for real. Made it being so. I mean, she made it so easy, for real. I I my job being a new father, 
The only thing we really our, our real disagreements. We had arguments. We had we had real arguments mm-hmm. over um, like parenting, but it would be something like, "I'm letting Makai cry." <laughs> And don't let my baby cry. Like, like shut up. <laughs> don't let my baby cry. But that was like that was like our main argument. Our, like so I, I don't want I don't want Makai to be a cry baby, which he's which he's a, still is a mama's mama's boy. But we had little small arguments over stuff like that. Just 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 how to be a parent. Just our parenting skills. That's mm. it. I mean, you just gotta because we're in the beginning, so you gotta figure out how this person want to parent, how you want to parent. Like, she didn't know how I wanted to parent for real, for real. I, I didn't know how she wanted to parent for real, for real. Like, you can say it all this, but when your child comes, it's different. You feel me? Like, Did you guys have that conversation before, like, during pregnancy? Did y'all think about that? Mm-hmm. I don't remember having a conversation of how do you want to parent. I'm like, yeah. She asked, you don't ask me small little questions, like, you going to whoop Makai or, like, or whoop our son or shit like that. Like, how would you do in this situation or that situation? But it was never no full, um, full conversation of how to parent. Like how, mm. how would you do certain parenting skills? One thing we was we was serious on was not letting nobody over for a couple months. Yeah. And the reason that was was because we didn't want to have nobody trying to tell us or tell us, given given um, given help is different, but trying to tell us. How to be parents and yeah. what this do was what we wasn't going for. Um, COVID was around, but um, we was we was so serious about that because we I didn't see it. And she I'm, I know she didn't see it. She told me, but uh huh, yeah, uh huh. You see all of them trying to tell you how to be parents mm-hmm. um, because they've been through it. But like motherfucker, everybody everybody child is different. Like you can't like some people have to figure out some stuff on their mm-hmm. own and have to figure out their way of parenting. So that's what we didn't want. I didn't need somebody giving their two cents of saying, Well, maybe you should do this, maybe you should do that. No. This is the way that's comfortable for us and this way we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Um we're not putting our child in no life or death harm, you know what I mean? Fuck. This is the way that we want parent and this is the way we're gonna do it. And that was amazing because them first couple months of not having nobody over but us was so crucial for us. Some people might say, damn, you don't want nobody to see your child's a prince child. It's the, it's your, like, your first child. That's the prince, baby. You don't want nobody to see it. Fuck no, it wasn't nothing like that. It was, we wanted to get our shit together. We wanted to be secure in our parenting because we're two, two new parents and you know how it is. People can, when people give you, be saying little shit, especially when you're new at something, Doubt just creeps into your in your yeah. mind, and you like, well, maybe I'm not doing this right. Well, maybe I should do it this right. way or that way. But then, but the doctor said do this or that. Like you get all kind of shit just creeping into your, into your mind instead of when when it's just y'all like fuck it, baby. Well, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna try this. Like any other parent, you any other parent, our parents, grandparents, they tried shit. They didn't know shit would work. They tried shit. So certain. So we wanted to be we wanted to be our own parent. Like be. A parent to Macau without anybody else interference. Tell them, like, figure our shit out. And mm-hmm. it was the best. The best. We figured our shit out. <clears throat> we figured how to, how we want to do shit with Makai. Um, we figured out a lot. Now, Grand Makai is a little spoiled. I mean, I want to say spoiled because that's, mm-hmm. that's the bad word to say. He's he's fucking one. He's not spoiled. Right. He is. Yeah, he's he is a mama's boy. Yeah. That little boy is a mama's boy. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is a mama's boy. God. Dire. <laughs> but um, but um, um, I'm proud. I'm proud of the way that we figured out some parenting 
and um, our agreements and disagreements. I mean, I'm 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 happy with it. And we got another baby to go, so we're gonna do it again. I was about to say that. Not Are y'all gonna again. do the same thing? Um, um, I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it because we're a little more um secure in our parenting. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Especially well in the beginning part because mm-hmm. we didn't get to the older stages yet. Right. So in our beginning part, our parents we're, we're a little secure in what we wanted to do. We seen some. We seen growth in Makai. We seen how Makai is still healthy from our great parents. Our parents in the beginning, Makai is growing, walking early and all. That. So, <clears throat> and we're pretty secure and proud of our parents in the beginning. So um, I'm not sure how I will do. We'll talk about that. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Um, but we'll talk about that and figure that out. Mm-mm. I was only asking because um, when you have a second child, and this is not to insert myself or anything like that, and they're so young, mm-hmm. and you have another child that requires your attention, you know what I mean? I think you guys, by developing that foundation from before, establish a very good boundary mm-hmm. where now people know, like, we will accept your support, but that's where we stop. Facts. <laughs> Help, facts. but that's, <laughs> that's it. it. Don't tell me what to do. We got this. That's All right. Did you not learn? Because we'll cut your ass out for four months again. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and shit, my girlfriend will, well, she, she, as you know. As I know. She, when she stamped on something, she stamped on that shit. She, she ain't going to let you come in and try to tell her I'd be a fucking parent. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more calm, but with my family, I can say probably with my family, I'm a little more like, oh, chill out. I got this. Right. But but she's, she's she's not letting you come and try to tell her I'd be a parent. And, mm-hmm. I, I'm, and we, we are two, I keep saying it, strong-headed bulls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we are. We are two strong-headed bulls. No, that's dope. I think she mentioned that too, and I think that's pretty dope that yeah. y'all both were in alignment and agreeance with that. Yeah. I see it way too much. I'm okay. Mm-mm. We'll figure it out. Just like I, my parents figured it out. No. And they did. Because they, there was, I mean, I'm sure there's books, but I know my parent wasn't reading no the book about being a parent. It, like the book can only tell you, uh, a book can only tell you 10, 15%. Right. Because of the rest of that, you have to figure out who your child is. A fucking book can't tell you who that child is. The fuck? No, and that's a fact too. And I think the dope part about that too is the fact that during those stages, the child is vulnerable. You are vulnerable, and you guys. I don't know if that was the intention, but y'all protected y'all vulnerability. That's a fact. And it wasn't intentional, but the way you put it, that's a fact. Yeah, we was protecting our own without question. Without question, because yeah. yeah. that's when we're most fertile. So any seed that's planted will grow. But you guys was like, no. Mm-hmm. We'll take it from the here. beginning stages and whatever you do is crucial. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is you, you do, babies, business, sports, whatever relationship, the beginning stages is crucial. Don't let people talk you out of or try to change your plans or whatever your Mm-mm. whatever it is you got in your head, especially in the beginning stages because shit might not work out the way you think it is. But if you put a little more time in, you can be like, God damn it, I'm glad I did. And I and you guys are grown enough and you guys don't mind asking if you need some advice. That's a fact. I think I think the unsolicited advice right here just gotta stop. Period. <laughs> I'm learning that too, because I'm not a, I'm not gonna lie, I was a friend who did do that sometimes mm-hmm. and I'm learning like that's not necessary all but, the time. But I think when you when you get when you have a couple of kids and mm-hmm. you at that stage, you just I don't think you're trying to. Sometimes some people mm. don't want to assert themselves. Some people are just trying to be helpful. Right. I mean, and and um, we know how to we know how to know when it's helpful when it's like you're just trying to. Right. Is it um? 
But I, I, I don't think, I don't think um, we were ever. I don't think she ever got mad from people trying to help. Right. It's just when you're just trying to assert yourself into the situation, trying to be no, you need to do this or you should do this and that. No, 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 no. It's that should. Shit. Yeah, give your advice. You know what? When I did this with my baby, this and this were. Mm-hmm. That's what I say when I tell. Listen, when we did this with Makai, this was this and this. This what we did. I don't right. know. Y'all do whatever y'all choose to do, but mm-hmm. for us, this, this, and this, and this worked. Kind of was good. Just saying, just putting it out. This there. for us, and then you leave it to everybody. Oh, I'm gonna try that. Yeah. And, and this advice that I tell, that I'm saying to everybody, I tell everybody that's being new parents, don't let nobody, mom, dad, grandparent, I don't give a fuck who it is, mom or dad, y'all stay strong and y'all fucking um, y'all parenting. Don't let nobody come in and try to try to tell y'all to be parents. Like shit, you gonna figure that shit like they figure that shit out. Make sure that child is eating, sleeping, change that change that diaper, ain't got no shit in that diaper. The rest of that shit, you gonna figure it out. Cause it's other loads. Everybody do certain things differently. Like feed their child this. This is the right way to feed your child. Feed your child that and that. Listen, you figure that shit out for you and your child. Make sure that child eats, sleep, and got that. Got that. Ain't got no shit in their diaper. But unless you figure that shit out. Nah, that's on facts. I don't know. Every time you keep um, you mention parents, 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 I think about the first thing that you mentioned in the beginning. How like you found out you was about to be a father. At the time that you lost your father. Thanks. You know what I mean? Thanks. And I'm like, that's so ironic that you and the first child was a boy. Yeah. That shit yeah. is ironic. It was crazy because, like, you lose your dad mm-hmm. and then you get a boy. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, shit. Well, this is, is this my daddy? <laughs> <laughs> shit, am I the birth I'm like, shit, I'm to birth my pop. All right, pop, I got a couple of answers for you right now. <laughs> Did you ever sit back and think like, hold up now? No, for I did. I did sing back like, damn, like, like shit, who, like, shit, who is this young boy? Is this like who is? No, for real, I had some real thoughts like, who is this kid? Is this kid, this is a special kid. And mind you, he's born on my brother's, my brother's birthday. Like they, him and my brother have the same exact birthday, March sixteenth. So he, so he was, he was, he, he was conceived right after, right after my father passed, and then was born on my brother's birthday. Special child, my baby girl will be special too. So just in case she hears this one day, baby girl, you are going to be special. <laughs> Makai, but Makai, but with him coming when my father passed, it was, um, it was a joy. All right, because losing my pop was, was, um, was different. Um, cause I always, I always see my pop as superhero. Um, and I remember I started to my pop all the, I can say all the time cause the order we got. And then when I moved out of here, I started slipping. Um, wasn't talking to my dad as much as I should to. Our relationship was tight. Mm-hmm. Fuck, our relationship was tight, but you know, when you get older, you ain't hitting your parents up as much as you should. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Mm, that's a big one. Cause as adults, we really be out here forgetting to check on our parents. Facts. And um and I did and I and I started slipping at the wrong time. Shit, when you get old you start slipping. But um the like I would say my pop was my superhero. So when um when when he when he was gone, that shit that shit took a big tool. Um like I said, because he was always telling me he's good, he's good, he's good. And the reason he would say that is because um he would want you to he want me to keep going, like 
Like, don't worry about me. I'm all right. I'm afraid. I'm, I'm all right. Like, I need you to continue to be great. Try and be great. Um, so, so um, when I lost him, I'm like, damn. I'm like, damn. Like, pops. I remember being in my apartment, like snapping. Like, pops, you said you was good. Like, fuck, is you doing? Like, you said you was good. Where are you at? You said you was good. How the fuck did you leave? You said you was good. You said you was all right. Um, so I went through it. I was I was going through it for a little bit that day. Um, but I, I'm one of them type of kids, one type type of guys that um, when your parents talk, I listen. And it might not click right then and there. And I might still go do a little bunch of crazy shit, but I actually still heard you. Right. Now listen. Um, so my pop and my grandma always, since kids, would talk to me and prepare me for death. They've been preparing me for death since a young age. So I always knew it would come. I just thought it would be. I just thought it would be. It wouldn't be my my dad. Then, like I always thought it would be some other people. Then my dad. Right. But when it happened like that, I was hurt and I was torn and I, and I and I was super mad and I'm just like, and I tried to get mad at God. The crazy, I tried to get mad at God, but because you know that's the normal thing to do. Everybody get mad at God, but I just wasn't. And I just wasn't. Um, the one thing that popped in my head was like, "Get daddy was probably in so much pain. Like you don't know what him, you don't know what he was going through." Um, and one thing I come, I, I found out was talking to my grandma. My grandma talked to his doctor. It's like he was really sick. He was really, really sick. So it's like he was sick for a couple of years. So it's like I don't know the pain that my dad was going through for years. My dad's a strong believer in God. Um, so I know where his soul is. I know his relationship. So I know when that time was coming. He wasn't. Oh my God! He. I know he was a little more. I know he was a little more um, at peace. Um, but when I had, I was. I was prepared. So when when it happened, um, I was hurt. Um, I was. I was hurt. Um, I cried to my crying. I still do my crying here and there. I mean, I think about my crying here and there. I got a beautiful girlfriend, and she she lets me get that out and 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 and, and be around for me when I when I need it. But but when Makai came, oh man, like, I, I was just like, God, this is, so I guess you just, you bring the rain and you bring the sun. Mm. I'm just like, Jesus. I'm like, damn. And I, and I think back, I'm like, damn, yo, but what if God gave me the choice of, of, um, bringing your dad back or keeping your child? I'm like, God damn it. Like, God damn it. I love my daddy too. Death. Oh my God, I miss that man every day. But I, don't, but I love my child, yo. I'm so happy he's here. And, and, and I don't know God's plan. I'm just maybe making shit up. But I don't know God's plan. But him taking, him taking my daddy, or I don't maybe <laughs> I don't know. I can't say him taking him, but my dad, my dad dying and and me getting Makai keeps my happiness. It really keeps my happiness. And it keeps me busy because it, it um it gives me it gives me strength for both reasons of I have a child to take care of, I have a family to take care of, I have to make sure they can eat and make sure not just only eat, that they that they don't have shit to worry about. That they can fucking that he can go out and do whatever the fuck he want. Or I mean he can go out here and have one of these great lives and and don't have shit to worry about. My girlfriend can Soon to be my one of these days, one of these days, my wife. Soon to be, soon to be, like, she could just be out here doing what she want to do. She want to take vacations. She want to do all that. So it's things I want to do as a parent um, and as a, and as a, and as a man. But I also, on the other hand, 
almost everything I do is dedicated to my pops. Mm. <laughs> almost every single thing I do. I think I think that is like what you just said is so juicy, but I felt it in my spirit to say as you were saying, um, it's like I don't know why, but it's like and now you have the opportunity to continue his legacy. Facts. All of the things he planted in you, all of that, you get to use all the tools that he, that he left in your toolbox on your son. So right. And he gave me a lot of tools. Like, God damn it. Like, I be thinking back, like, my dad gave me a lot of gems, yo. And I be like, I look back at, I look at some other people, and I be like, damn, my dad used to not let me go out late, be out partying a bunch of times. He's, he was kind of strict. And as a kid, I was like, God damn, this nigga don't let me do shit. Like, yo. And then I remember I got, I got kicked out of college, and I came home. He was rough for me. Yeah, he was rough, like. Like rough, almost ready to kick me out. Like, nigga, you need a job or do some years to be in a laying down. I remember one time I was, I remember one time I was probably sleeping for a week, wasn't working, doing nothing, just laying, getting up whenever the fuck I feel like it. My pop was like, he like, hell no. He woke me up when he was leaving for work. My dad had to leave for work at probably like five thirty six like probably like six 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 thirty. He came in my room, boom boom boom, get up. You're not going to be in here sleeping while I go to work. Get your ass up. I said, I'm in the gym. Mad as shit. Like, <laughs> like yo, it was 6.37. What you doing waking me up? I'm there. I'm in my head. Granted, I ain't say this shit to him. <laughs> no, he was swamp. I'm like, yo, like, what is this dude waking me up? And I looked at him and I see his face. He was hot. Like, he was just so mad. And, um, and now I'm looking back at it. Um, he made me get up and didn't let me go back to sleep. Um, it made me get up and like got to do something. But looking back at it, it's like, um, I, I see his plan. I seen the, I see the plan. It's like, nigga, you're not just going to sit here and lay up. Wow. You a grown man now. Like I was probably like 18, around that 18, 19. You're a grown man now. You're not going to lay up in this house and not do shit. You're going to get your ass up and go to work or do something. If I'm getting up and going to work and paying your bills, like, because... Because me living in the house, that's my part of my bills too now. Right. I'm a grown-ass man. Making sure you eat and all that stuff. And you about to be laying in the bed while I go to work. And, and I don't want to go to work. I know he didn't want to work. He didn't want to get up and go to work. But he got to go do what he got to do. And I'm about to say, I'm way up in the bed. That that shit didn't strike. I was mad at my dad for a minute. I remember I remember being mad at my pop for a minute. Like, talking to my brother. And like, damn, well, pops won't let me do nothing. My oldest brother's name Brian. He's like, pops won't let me do nothing. He's like, bro, man, like, what you about to do out at two o'clock in, in the morning? Twelve past twelve past one o'clock. Fuck you about to do. Like, like, like he's always giving me always my oldest brother will always give me gems and like, hey like, man, you just need to listen to listen to pops. But my pops always had a plan, yo. And that shit was crazy. I think about it now and like I'm so thankful for the man that I turned into because I look back at other people and I'm like, no, not being cocky because I'm nowhere near where I want to be right. or where I think I should be. But a lot of niggas ain't got shit on me. And that's the thing. I, I, and I think back at the way that I was raised. Right. Strictly from the way I was raised. This man this man kept his foot on my neck. And it wasn't no, you better get good grades and all that shit. Like, I wish he would have. Like, wish he would have been on my ass about these grades a little bit. But, <laughs> 
but it was just about how you living about about um about being respectful um following God that was one of pop's biggest things um so so the shit that he instilled in me Makai gonna get all that just that. a little bit less ass whoopers. <laughs> You got two assignments for mm-hmm. the end of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever did it, but you got it. Um, so you know how, like, if we on a, a rap song, or, I mean, if we like on Hot ninety seven or one of our <laughs> hip hops, we would have to freestyle, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny shit. Well, you know, I ain't, I ain't Hot ninety seven, but I do love my culture. I mean, so. The only difference is typically it's always an open letter to your kids, right? Mm-hmm. Or whomever you feel inspired to. But I actually want you to do one to your dad if mm-hmm. he was here. Mm-hmm. And then I also, after that, want you to do one to your son mm-hmm. or your family. Mm-hmm. However you want to set this up. Mm-hmm. And if you need another shot, because I know they know we was drinking. <laughs> I'm, I'm <not. laughs> but this is your open letter. To your peace. Um, we start off with pops. Okay. Open letter to pops. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for um, turning me into the man that I am. Damn, <laughs> y'all gonna have me crying on this motherfucker. Ah! God damn, yo. I didn't mean to. I felt it in my damn, spirit. hold on. <laughs> you, you my eyes get watery and shit. Fuck. <laughs> you planted the seed of obedience when we recorded, so yeah, I was being obedient. Fact. Damn, um, damn, um. You could start off with your family first if you want to. No, I had to get this shit over with. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I just want to say thank you. Um, turn me into a hell of a man. Um, damn. Hmm. Hiya. Mm. Um, I just wanna just say thank you. You changed you 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 turned me <laughs> like I said to a hell of a man. The shit that you taught me the way it was um so hard on me, I appreciate it. Ah shit. Um I'm gonna make you proud. I'm going to turn, I'm going to make you proud. I'm going to show you that you didn't waste your time. I'm going to show you that, that you taught me some shit that I'm going to pass out of coward. He's a great man. Damn. I ain't never do this before. Damn. It's okay. Listen. Shit. You are uh, in control. You can stop whenever you want to uh, stop. No, no that's all right. Um, I do just want to say that I am gonna make you proud, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do the shit that you talked about. Talked about changing kids' lives. Whew. Yeah, you always wanted to change the community and shit, so I'm up. I'm going to have to do that one day and uh, continue some of your dreams. Some of the stuff that you wanted to do, I'm going to continue that. 
Make sure the family is cool because that's what you always wanted to do too. So proud, Pops, I'm just going to just continue to make you proud and ah, ah. And keep working hard because that's what you did. You ain't you ain't give up. You definitely didn't give up. So I'm gonna make sure that <laughs> that that Mike's Mike Burger name is big. That's why every company I I do a lot of business. I ain't gonna say I do a lot of business. I do some business now, and I'm and I'm working on becoming a businessman. And every every business that I have is named after my pop. This guy's got his bowling name is Fitties. So I've got a plan to make Fitties. I want to make Fitties um Fitties big and 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 let the world know who my dad is. <laughs> Damn. 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 Sheesh. Shit, I need an L after this motherfucker. <laughs> definitely get high. Look, after that, I might need a fucking soap. I did not expect that shit. Definitely get high. All right. Chris, that was the <laughs> Chris, I ain't expect oh, that shit. shit. I did not. Yeah. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> How you feeling? Like, how you feeling? I'm feeling all right. I mean, I know it's pretty much going to be more shit I want to say to him, but um, I'm going to have to write that down one day. I was going to say that. Write, that down write, a letter, write a letter to him. Pretty sure I'm going to, I would do, yeah, I would, yeah, I do want to write a letter to Fox one day and uh, get that all out. Because I'm pretty sure it's more than I'm going to say when I sit down and think about it. I know it's a lot more that I want to say when I sit down and think about it. That was my, that was some apologies I want to get out, all that stuff. So, I mean, you know, I mean, you, when your parents, when you get more, when you get older, you like, damn, yo. Your parents was right about a lot of shit. Like, damn. Motherfuckers was right. You just was kids and you just trying to do things your way. But when you get older, you like, damn, I see why. And I'm then doing. it hits me like, God damn it, one of these days my son's going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah. love his ass, but he's going to he gonna love me but hate me because yeah. I'm going to, because so I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ride my son, but I'm definitely going to be, make sure that he, because my dad said, listen, man, if I don't discipline him, if I don't discipline him, then, then the streets will, or, or, or me on the jails will, like, and I can't have it. I mean, he's like, shit. He he better take care of that, and that's how I feel. I rather, if I gotta discipline my son, I rather discipline my son, whereas though he don't like me, um, other than a fucking jail or a prison, um, trying to trying to discipline my child, cause the jails and prison gonna discipline him. I mean, yeah, shit. so I I rather do that, you know. And but I wanna I wanna try to I'm it's it's a, it's a it's a hard balance because you want to do the discipline and you want to also show your love, but I don't. My pop, I think my pop did a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I wish he would have showed me a little more love. I mean, mm-hmm. just a tad bit because my pop was, my pop was, um, he was, he was a fun ass dude. But shit, when he got in his bag, he was in his bag. <laughs> um, so I was just want to, Makai, I definitely want to a lot of the same things because. Um, I want him to have respect and all that, but I just want to give him a try to give him a little more freedom <laughs> and some love. And, and a lot more love. That's dope. And a lot more love. That is dope. Yeah, continue. Write that. Write that journal entry to your pop because that might Woo! that might be dope for you. Because you talking about visions, you want to continue to pass on and all that stuff. First, you gotta what the, what the Bible say. Write the plan. Make it clear. Right. Like, <laughs> 
Make it plain. Make it plain, that Not part. That is a fact. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. My dad's always telling me about that. Write it down. Push, write it down. Write it down. Write it down. He's always telling me about that. And um, always telling me to, to believe. I mean, and they always, and my dad and my grandma, this this, this, done, this started from my grandma. was mm-hmm. the best time my dad. Know your purpose in life. Mm. Find your purpose in life. You have to. They've been preaching. I don't want to say preaching because when you say preaching, it sounds. They've like been preaching. They've been, <laughs> they have. They've been. They've been doing. They've been preaching this to, to me and to my my siblings, since we was kids. Know your vision. Find your vision. I mean, you gotta. You have to find. You have to find. You have to find your plan. Whatever. Whatever God has planned for you. Right. And he. And he. And he wants you to do. Do that because it's going to make you so happy. Wait, so they was out here planting this seed in your mind since childhood? Yeah, they yeah, they was planting this for for a long time, especially my grandma. And my grandma been in the church for a long time. People might people might try to say um the, the church belief and all that. She been in church for a long time and her planting that in my head, finding your purpose, even before I really got a relationship with God was serious cuz like it must be something out here I need to do. Right. That's what hit me. Like, like it's something out here that I need to be doing. And then when I got older, it was like, like damn, it really is. I actually, I actually fell in love with helping people. I actually fell in love with helping people, and that was one of, and that's my purpose, I believe. Um, I um, I really fell, I really fell in love with helping people. I really fell in love with seeing people, seeing people succeed. Mm. Um, at that, and that, and that was a big thing on my. I, like, I remember I used to help people, help some, help some people get jobs and stuff, like people, places I work at, like pull them in, and that shit feel good. Like, or or I give somebody some good game or something like that, and that shit feel good. And I, then I see my dad. My dad used to really be in the community. Um, he's at this place called Foster Memorial, which is down in North Philly. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the exact address. But he used to be down, and he used to be helping kids out. Like, my dad... Was in that church. It started from my grandma. She was. She had got moved. God sent her to that church, and she had got moved there. And she and she was in the church there. And my pop came and followed her. Um, when he got there, he became a youth pastor, right? And with him becoming a youth pastor, I seen how he really took that serious. Like he he would have um, these things called rural rap sessions. He would have these rural rap sessions where all the youth in the church, whoever wanted to come. We'll go to this lady named is Tracy House, and then a couple of times it was at my grandma house. But we'll go and we'll have just so uh, a honest, super honest conversation. Like kids will be in there really telling shit that they actually been through, and my pop was telling shit that I never heard. I'm like, <laughs> like for real, like giving us some shit that I never heard, and all that shit just hit me like, just shocking me. Like, damn, this man just giving out that G to these kids. Mm. Telling them shit that I never heard and just giving them game and just telling every just trying to help these kids, trying to do whatever we can to help these kids. He threw a um a block party down there. Like he's worked for the city, so he trying to get his connections together for block party down there. I mean he took he took some kids out the country, took them to um where did they go? They 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 they, they toured Europe, somewhere in Europe. Um, yeah. Um so my pop, but that was his vision to, to take and he wanted to take more kids. And he wanted to show more kids the um the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I see him do all that and like I just seen how hard he worked and I'm like, God damn, like helping people. 
<laughs> helping my grandma. Been, and my grandma, it is, this all started from her. She the GOAT. Right. She the GOAT. I give my pop all the credit, but my grandma the GOAT. She the one that planted this seed, and she's the start of it all. I'd be, I'd be here talking all day about her, but she's the fucking GOAT. When did your faith activate? Um, <laughs> When I was younger. Um, so I tell you my favorite actor, and I think I told you the story before. Um, my mom, she was um, not around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, going dealing, dealing with some things, and I remember one day I was at home crying, crying, boohooing. Ah, my God, where's my mom at? Where's my mom at? And um. And I just happened, and I just prayed. I can't remember. I, and, and something in my head, I think it was my dad that might have said pray. Oh, I think it was him that said pray. But I prayed. I'm, I never forget this. I prayed that my mom would come home. I prayed that I would see my mom. Like, like, because I haven't seen her, like, before I made this Friday, Friday, I didn't see my mom in a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, it might have been a couple weeks. It might have been close to a month. I don't remember the exact time, but I was missing my mommy. I was, and I was a mama's boy. Ah. I was a mama's boy. Oh, okay, my brother would tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My brother would tell you. Okay, Kai. My mom would be crazy for her. <laughs> <laughs> my mama was kissing me all fucking day. I was a fucking mama's boy. No, for real. So, so when that, um, so when she was gone for a minute, I wasn't seeing her. It was her. And I remember crying, crying, crying. Boo-hoo. And then I prayed that night. And then I said, God, I just want to see my mommy. I just want to see my mommy, like bring her home and all that. And granted, I don't know if my dad was in the other room hearing my hearing my prayer or something, whatever. But he was gone. <laughs> I was crying. I was like, "Where is my mommy?" And I prayed to God as a kid. And I remember this shit because we had we had some bunk beds in the in the room, and I prayed. I'm like, "Bring mommy home." And the next day, I get home from school. And goddamn it, my mama is sitting on the couch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> my mama is sitting on the couch. This is the this is the day I'm like, I was shocked. I don't know if my mom remembered this. I had to ask her one day. I was shocked. I'm just sitting on, I'm just looking at her like, God damn, my mom is here. My mom is here, yo. And I and I and ever since then I was like, damn, God. <laughs> no, for real. I was like, damn. <laughs> I, and I'm not sure. Maybe my dad could have heard um, me crying and all that because because when I when I get a little older, I think my dad did tell me something like a story. Like he, he used to go out looking for my mom. Mm. So maybe that was one of the nights he heard me crying, boohoo and heavy, and he went out looking. I don't know. But God, I don't him. know. And use his vessels. Ah, the next day <laughs> I came home, my mama was on the fucking couch. I love it. Couldn't tell me shit. Um, <laughs> that was just a start. That was the start. After that, um, growing up into it, growing up into adulthood, being an adult, um, it's been it's been times where I'm down here in Atlanta, and and remind you, I moved to Atlanta with nobody. Well, I won't say with nobody because I had cousins out here. I, mean, I didn't say cousins. I had one, two, like three cousins out here, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't move out here with my brothers. I didn't move out here with my mom, my dad, and I'm like. And when I moved out here, I moved out here in a heartbeat. Mm. Um, I just I just got up and I left. So coming out here was um, a whole testament to God because down here, when I came out here, 
I didn't have nowhere to stay. I stayed with my cousin and lived with my cousin couch and all that. Um, then we got then we got together and we got our shit together. But it's been time so many times I don't want to get deep into it. Mm-hmm. Whereas though I'm just I'm I'm down here and I'm like, damn, you I, I might need to go back. <laughs> might need to go back, you know. Might need to go back. But God been working shit out for me ever since I've been down here. Yo. Down here before I've been down here when I when I was in when I was in Philly trying to figure out a plan for my life. God was always giving me a vision. All right, do this. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. And then when I look back now, I just be like, oh, so you were just setting me up. Oh, it was just oh, it was just a plan. So you just want me to go through this and go through that so I can learn at each stop. So when I get to where I need to be. I learned so much. I got some game and I know how to do this and that. Like when I look back, like people be like, when I look like people be trying to say God and real, but when I look back over my life, I be like, well, for me personally, I can say that each year I got better. Each year my life got better. Each and every year, even though with my little down step, each and every year my life progressed. Um, I, I and, and um. I don't. I can't see how that is. That that's God to me. But to to others, it's just like well, just mother nature just happened, which I can feel you, which is understandable. But to me, God is in every step of my life, every step. Now, granted, I do a lot. Of, I do some fucked up shit. I am not the perfect saint. I am not. I am not Jesus Christ walking this earth. But um, um, my God, my pop planted some some thorough seeds in me. And before him, my grandma planted some thorough seeds in him because she was by herself. She raised my pop by himself. Mm. So my grandma's still here. And that's my goal. Thank that is God. that is, I would tell if, if, if y'all can see this in my phone, my grandma's name is is Nana and beside her is a goat. I love that's that. my goat. She is the greatest of all times. No, you're right. And everybody else can call it whatever they want to call it. But like you said, that's God. Because it was God. God. And I just love, I really, I'm really starting to peak game, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, we out here recreating the Bible, y'all. <laughs> that could be a no fact. cap. Yeah. Because when you think about the parables, what is the difference? Yeah. You out you moved from Atlanta off of a whim impulsively yeah. and then you made the connection yeah. on your own did you reflect on your story and made the connection or did you peep game as you was going um i can say i reflected back because mm. i cuz i i always reflect back and the only reason not and i can say i reflect back cuz sometimes i look look at my life like where it is and be like damn yo i didn't I'm not where i want to be but then i look back last year like wait last year I was, cause this is how I used to do it. So before mm-hmm. I got my apartment, mm-hmm. um, I'm just gonna do do small stuff. Before I got mm-hmm. my apartment, I was living in a crib with my with my cousin and um a couple friends. Mm-hmm. So before then, I was like, damn, I'm like, damn, I ain't do nothing for myself. But I'm like, wait a minute, last year you were just in, you was just in, you were just living with your grandma and your dad and all, and now you're living on your own. That's a big step. <laughs> that's just not not counting everything else. I was doing. I said, that's a big step, and then. Once I was in that, once I was in uh, the house, and then the next year I'm like, damn, the fuck did I do last year? Well, now you're in your own apartment and you're not living with nobody. You taking your own shit, right? So, not counting all the stuff I, whatever the small stuff I did in between. So then the next year I'm like, god damn it, 
Chris, you gotta like you got these plans that you need, business that you need to open, that you need to do. You need to get this shit done. Look back, like, damn, I did lose my dad. But I got a beautiful child and I got a goddamn amazing girlfriend and we living in a crib together. We are fine. You made a progress each year. God be looking out for you, nigga. You better look back and say Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so what the fuck? So it's like so it's like certain shit I could be like, yeah, certain shit I mean I wasn't 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 too happy about. But goddamn, I look back like God is progressing me each and every year. Like I, it might not be to what I want. But when you look back, you're like, God damn it. Like, Lord, you is looking out for a nigga. Like, damn. Yo, it takes me back <laughs> to the conversation we was having on the side. Like, yo, we are sitting in our miracles. Facts. Facts. We be over 100%. here stuck on what we don't have. But do you look at what you have and yeah. where you are? Mm-hmm. Man, I was over here laughing. Wow. I had to pray to God while you was talking like we made this a sidebar conversation this is the conversation <laughs> you was like no nah, that's the content you need to add that's and then he's like, <laughs> then he spin the block one more time oh, like yeah on. make sure you say that you gonna add that shit you gonna add that nah we are really out here sitting in our miracles and sometimes all it takes is for us to reflect that's a fact that's oh, a fact. Yeah. Reflect and be just be grateful and thankful for where you at. And a lot and the one thing we also gotta do is don't blame every don't blame God for everything. Like what the yeah. fuck is you doing? What did you do or not do? Like you gotta put in a lot of hard work. Like people be thinking just cause like a lot of the people we see on TV or they got money and all that stuff or are in great positions that they were just lucky. No, motherfuckers wasn't lucky. No wasn't like it's small it's a it's a very small percentage that it's lucky. It's a small percentage. Now, it's granted some motherfuckers that are lucky. But it's a small percentage. The rest of that percentage put in a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But imagine you saying how much God progressed you, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine if you got into partnership with God. Now, imagine my list got a little stronger, right? It's right. Just, it's going to be scary. <laughs> yeah, it is. Cause no, one, real talk. One of these days, my, I, I'm, I'm still working. God damn it. I, just talking, I got some Uncle Nearest right here. And when I'm done, I am definitely going to get high. I'm but. Not nah, but seriously. Certain though. things like, yeah, once my relationship gets. I know I need my relationship because it needs to get better. But once it gets totally, totally like. I know it's going to get a little more scarier. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to get a little more scarier. Are know. you scared of that? Nah. Okay, bet. Nah, because it's like. I love it. It's like, man, what up? Whatever it is you got planned for me, I just got to take it and roll with it. Now, what I am scared for is my family, because I hope that I pray that they can take it and roll with it, too. Right. You feel me? Because no matter what I can say, I can try to, like, baby, you know, this is what God is going through. She might not want to take that shit and roll with it. You know what I mean? She believes in God, too, but it's not like she might not want to take that shit and roll with it right now. You feel me? This might be, this might be a journey that God got me going through, and... She's got to be a part of it. I guess that would be weed too, but she might not be like, shit. That's crazy that you say that shit because that's honestly a fact. Like, what do you do when God gives you an answer or something or a vision and your, your people ain't trying to hear that shit? My coach um, deposited something that came to my mind when you said that too. And what she did, and I'm going to paraphrase the story because I don't want to butcher it, but I know she mentioned that when she got the vision, she went and spoke to her husband Mm -hmm. and told her husband that God, I'm going to talk to you about the same thing I'm telling you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes they're not ready for it. 
Um, but when you get that message and, and she, and I don't remember, I, she's a person with boundaries. So I'm sure she gave him a, a window because she already made the decision because, mm-hmm. you know, obedience over everything. Right. right. Um, but he did come back and was just like, how can I support? So in a situation like that, I don't know if that was a good seed. You know what I'm saying? I ain't telling you what you should do. But when she said it, I was like, that, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Because we're not always in the same place. Like, he's not speaking to both of y'all at the same time. You know what I mean? And we're not, we not going to wait. But we do want to put them in alignment with it, too. So. 100%. We could use that. And like you did earlier, you could still use prayer too. 100%. Period. Definitely got to use prayer. God, we done did it again. This is supposed to be tales from fatherhood. And all we do is talking about you. We give you all the glory. We are grateful that you allowed us to have this space to speak openly outside of church. Facts. 100%. Talking about the testimonies and all the things that you have done. But at this time. We're going to take it back to what it was intended to be. Mm-hmm. Tales from fatherhood. Mm-hmm. I feel like we still spoke about it. And I learned my lesson from the other episode that I recorded. So I ain't even going to do nothing. Because <laughs> I feel like that episode probably prepared me for this. But I do want to conclude this with you doing an open letter. This mm-hmm. is back to the freestyle, which you were supposed to do after you did your dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do an open letter to either your son your unborn child or your family as a whole, I'll let you decide that. All right. Well, we'll do an open letter to my family. Oh, My girlfriend, soon-to-be wife, son, and unborn child. Now, this come up top of the dome. I don't know what I'm about to say. Um, But I do want to say, um, first of all, starting at, Starting at um, my, my girlfriend, one day wife, thank you for changing me. Thank you for making helping me become this man that I am. Thank you for all your wisdom and, um, and your leadership. Um, I, am, I am really, really grateful for that because you, without, I don't know if you really know it, but you really, really changed my life. Like for good, like change. I don't know. I don't. I'm really stuck on how my life will be without you because you changed my life 100. <laughs> percent Like for the good, and I'm so grateful and thankful. Um, now to my to my beautiful son, like Makai. I know you're gonna be great. Daddy gonna be on your ass. Daddy gonna be on your ass. But Daddy wants you to be great. Daddy is gonna support you and everything. Um, I know we gonna have some disagreements. Um, we're definitely had some disagreements, but I pray that I'm always here to understand you and listen, and you are with the same with me. And I definitely, when you listen to this one day, I understand that your daddy was doing everything he can to make sure that you have everything you need mentally and physically. Um, physically, um, daddy's going to work his hardest and won't ever stop trying to work, work his hardest for you and your little unborn sister. Um. I hope by this time you listen to this that you are not yet that you are not too much of a mommy's boy. <laughs> I, I hope you hope you and your daddy hope you love some of your daddy by that time you run to your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're gonna be great because you're so much of a good child now that I know when you get older you're just gonna continue to be an amazing child because you have an amazing mom and dad. Um, 
and we're going to look out for you to make sure you turn into an awesome child. Stay in your books, man. I mean, work hard. Your pop is always going to tell you to work hard, and your pop won't ever push a job on you. He will push ownership and push business on you. I promise you that. And your pop is also going to teach you about your history. Well, as much as he know, he's going to show you about your history. You need to know where you come from, who you are. Um, I don't need you to get caught up in, in this live life about not knowing who you are. You are a beautiful black child. Um, your, your people went through a lot of stuff. Um, and they fought, they fought hard for you. So I need you to have a true, true appreciation for um, what your people fought for. I don't expect you to know everything because God damn it, I don't know, know uh, that much about my, uh, a great bunch about my history and I'm still learning, but I do have a true appreciation for what my people been through and you did, you do the same. <sighs> Lastly, baby girl, I cannot wait to meet you. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait to meet you. They leave me out here lonely, baby girl. Let me tell you. Makai just, like, when he gets up, he just runs to his mommy. Baby girl, just when we come out, just, just love your daddy so much. It's going to make me so proud. And I know you're going to be so amazing. I'm going to have more stuff to say about you when you come into this world. Because um, you might just be a daddy's girl. And I'm just, oh. But I really cannot. I'm 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 so excited to meet you, and I know you're gonna be great. I know you're gonna be an amazing child. And, and the same thing I said to Makai. Um, Daddy's gonna teach you, um, everything he knows. Daddy's gonna teach you to be appreciative, be humble. Daddy's also gonna teach you not to be a little whore out here because you don't need you out here running around being a little Tatiana. Daddy's gonna teach you. Um, he's gonna teach you and show you how. How your mama works, how your mama walks around that you need to be just like your mama. Your mama wasn't your mama is a black queen. And and even though all this crazy stuff going on here with this makeup and wanna be this person, wanna be that person, your mama remain who she is and loves her black skin. Even though sometimes she, she ain't as appreciative about our black history that she should. But that's another story for another day. That baby girl, your mama is an amazing woman. You follow after her footsteps. You follow after the things she do, and your daddy's going to be here to protect you every little step and show you life. Really show you life. Both my kids and my baby girl, I love y'all. Whenever y'all listen to this, just know I love y'all. And babe, when you listen to this, man, come on, give your man a massage or something, man. Rub a nigga crusty toes. You know you don't like the collars on my feet. You rub that shit. I love you. <laughs> yeah, we really can't we can't have one sentimental moment without you jumping. No, I'm just kidding. That was some awesome stuff. Did, was there anything you wanted to say in closing? Um to everybody out there, whoever listened, whoever's listening, continue to be great. Continue to chase your dreams. Um, no matter where you are in life, no matter how old you are. Um, just, just know that God is real and that he got a plan for y'all. Um, no matter how long it takes, you don't know how long it takes to stay faithful and stay and just, and just follow that plan. Um, and that's a, and I'm gonna keep saying this y'all, everybody got this plan and continue to follow it. And, um, don't just, don't just be a regular person out here. You got a goal. You got a purpose. Act on it. Mm. And the young king, the young fresh prince of Philly. 
<laughs> has spoken. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to part one and two of this episode, the first episode from Let's Hear It From Dads, A Man With A Vision. I have got to say that, man, there were so many takeaways from this episode that I really want to share, (laughs) but I want to share that lively with you guys. I really do. I want us to have like an open forum conversation. So please, on Thursday, let me look at my calendar, on Thursday, June 9th. Join me on my Instagram. If you're not following me, stop what you're doing and follow me at Speaks underscore. First off, let me just give you a heads up. You'll have the opportunity of meeting this amazing man and asking your questions as well. But no, like, let's get into it. Let's talk about this episode because it was really a lot of gems, a lot of gems. And Chris, man... Did you know you was going to pour your heart out like that, bruh? Because if you did, you could have sent me, like, you know, warning. (laughs) I would have been okay with that. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Man, I have so much gratitude for you. First of all, I know you said that um, when you had Kai, confidence came. Man, that was very courageous and bold. That was so bold of you. And I appreciate that so much, man. I really do. Not even about, um, I didn't even want to put it on this episode. Remember, I was like, you know, you could keep this to yourself. It was the fact that you were like, nah, I want it. I want you to put this on there. Like, no, I want that on there too. That, that was different. That was different. And And I appreciate that. I think appreciation right now is robbing me because it's limiting all the emotions (laughs) that I actually feel when I'm saying this. But I'm going to start off with gratitude and we'll build from there. We will. We will, for real. Thank you for loving, my friend. Thank you for staying true to who you are. Thank you for honoring who you are every single step of the way. Thank you for continuing the legacy of your dad. He sounds like a fine young man. And he did a number on you. And so did your goat. They did a number on you. And we are proud. We are proud. We are proud. And I'm grateful that I get to experience this. Even if I'm on the sideline, I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take it. Follow me on Instagram at Noli Speaks, and that's N-O-L-E-S-P-E-A-K-S underscore. And I hope to see you on Thursday, June 9th. Thank you.